Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. Tonight, I am also calling on this Congress to repeal and replace Bill Handle. And now, here's Bill Handle. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Friday. And, uh, oh, what a Friday. We woke up this morning uh, with the news that Anthony Bourdain, uh, or Bourdain had killed himself. Also, I want to mention that there's an Instagram up that was uh, cu- that's kind of fun uh, with a little bit of uh, profanity in, in it, because we can do that because it's uh, Internet-based. And it's uh, a, a little commentary on the G7, and it's not by me. It is not. It's a, it's a pretty special guest. You bet. So I'm just going to tease that. Instagram at Bill Handle Show. You bet. All right. Uh, let's do it. Handle on the news. Late edition. Uh, Amy King in for Jennifer today. Wayne Resnick and me. Late story. Richard Corey went home last night and put a bullet through his head. Yep, that's pretty much the story of Anthony Bourdain, that great uh, Simon and Garfunkel uh, song, in uh, which uh, you had this wildly successful man who just walked in and just put a bullet through his head, and that's what happened uh, early this morning, our time. Anthony Bourdain in his uh, hotel room in uh, Strasbourg, France, uh, hanged himself, or hung himself. And, uh, well, it's... He obviously had demons, but look at this. You've got a man who is wildly successful, famous, tons of money, was doing what he loved to do, but had a history of drug addiction, uh, drank like a fish, even on his show, uh, Parts Unknown, where I traveled around the world uh, eating great food. I mean, what a terrific job. If you're into food and he was a world-class chef, you walk, you just fly around the world and go to the best restaurants and go to barbecues that are well known. And although that's pretty hard work flying around, you're there for two, three days. It's not as if you're having a vacation. It will be interesting to hear details of you know some of those demons because you something's going to come out. Oh yeah, well already we've heard uh, from people who knew him uh, that he had some real issues. Obviously, you don't just hang yourself uh, because you have nothing else to do. You wake up in the morning. Hey, I'm kind of bored today. What do I do? Well, let's hang myself. No, it doesn't work that way. Do you want to mention uh, what's coming up at nine right now since we're talking about this? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, we will. Steve Gregory uh, interviewed Anthony Bourdain four times. And Steve is going to join us and talk about those interviews and uh, his take on Anthony Bourdain. Look forward to that just after nine. Uh, bird spikes, not just for birds anymore. Yep, San Diego Coronado Bridge, which is really high. Caltrans is going to install these spikes on the bridge temporarily as a suicide deterrent. Uh, why? Well, 400 people have already jumped to their deaths since it opened 1969. It's not the Golden Gate, which is iconic for jumping off and killing yourself, but it's still pretty good in that regard. Well, Caltrans is saying if they don't do something, this bridge could surpass the Golden Gate Bridge as the nation, uh, nation's deadliest bridge. Well, and they have a bunch of choices right now. 
uh, a dozen uh, dozen deterrent options, uh, mesh fences, glass panels, uh, thistles six to eight feet high, uh, steel net underneath. They do that on the Golden Gate Bridge. There's a steel net. Is that in place now? I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Although, what stops people from moving along the net and then then just going over the side? You know, they do that while, you know, aerialists do that at the circus. When they fall, they hit the net and then they sort of move over. I think the thinking is that it's a it's a short-term decision and that a lot of people have said okay. failed suicide attempts have made them think, oh, shoot, okay. I'm glad that didn't work. Fair enough. Uh, President Trump heads to the G7, kind of a man alone. Come together! Except he doesn't seem to want to come together with the other countries there. He seems to be the odd man out right now because he uh, economically kind of seems like he's turning on our allies. Yes, but when I was just talking to Brian Suits, who's filling in for Gary and uh, Shannon today, and uh, he he's right in the sense that it is unfair trade practices. Uh, Brian just pointed out uh, that any phone company in Canada can sell equipment here in the United States. Right, It's wide open. We can't do the same in Canada. So Trump wants to be a free trade. He wants to be free trade. Now, the problem is he also combines free trade with the balance of payments. And we buy so much more from China than we sell, and somehow that's wrong. He's not for for free trade. He's not for free trade. He's for some kind of uh, revenue-neutral equality trade. Because he thinks trade deficits are a big problem. Yeah, that's they're the, not. And the reason we buy from China is because it's cheaper. And what we can produce, if we can produce those efficiencies, although, as Brian pointed out, uh, it's kind of hard when you have 11-year-olds in coal mines that are working 22 hours a day. Uh, we're not about to do that, are we? No. So it's a little complicated. So what's the bottom line? Let's get 11-year-olds working 22 hours a day in our coal mines. That's going to bring us some equality. Okay, let's take a break. What do you think? Oh, no, it's... Yeah, no break. I do that every week. <laughs> every week. I've, I think once I have not done that where... Uh, okay. And that one time, that's what got you into the Radio Hall of Fame. That's correct. Ta-da. Hey, the president wants Russia back in the club. I hope the Russians love their children. Because Putin is his best friend. He hates Macron. He hates Angela Merkel. Uh, he hates uh, Justin Trudeau, but he likes Putin. Well, actually, he says he's very, very tough on Russia, but still says they should be part of the group. So he made these comments today as he, before he left for the G7 summit. And he said Russia should be in the meeting. Why are we having a meeting without them? Russia should be part of it. We have a world to run. Now, he has a point when you talk about it. And by the way, we have sanctioned Russia the toughest sanctions against Russia have been implemented by uh, President Trump. But uh, how do you ignore uh, a world economic power and not sit down and, and just talk at the table? Well, and that's his view of Kim Jong-un, too. Well, then why isn't China on the, in this group? Uh, you they got me, and too. I don't know. I don't know, because uh, they have the, the second biggest economy in, in the world. So uh, it's a good question. Uh, President Trump also looking to maybe pardon somebody else. A name has come up. Muhammad Ali. I stand by my pardon, 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 pardon. Here's the problem. Uh, Obviously, he didn't ask anybody. 
He didn't ask any of his lawyers because they would have told him, well, there's nothing to pardon. Ali's conviction was overturned by the Supreme Court. And when a conviction is overturned, uh, there's been no crime. So he's pardoning Muhammad Ali for no crime. Okay. All right. Uh, They didn't even have to buy the cement to build this island. No. The shallow tropical waters of Hawaii's Kapaho Bay are gone. The bay has been overtaken by lava and transformed it into a black mass of land about a mile in size. Yeah, it's become a peninsula. It's a bay that has become a peninsula. Well, and and that's how islands are built. That's correct. So uh, we're going to soon see... Uh, erosion happening on uh, the volcano, and you're going to see bits and pieces of seeds coming in, and you're going to see uh, a lovely, lush part of Hawaii in about two and a half million years. Because that's how long it takes. Hey, the EBT system in California, this is, uh, quote, food stamps. Obviously, they're not stamps anymore. <clears throat> and other um, public assistance benefits. The whole system's going to shut down for 24 hours. It's they're changing vendors so that there can be more charge-free ATMs and point-of-sale markets. So, and so they have to shut it down and tinker with it. Uh, it goes down 11 p.m. June 23rd through 11.01 p.m. June 24. And so you're LA just, County Department of Service is saying, you know, get money out or make right. your purchases before because you won't be able to. Yeah, what and- day is that? I mean, I know it's June 23rd, but what day I don't know what that is. is. And uh, we're and, and for those of you that uh, plan on buying drugs that day with your uh, food it's a, stamps, it's don't, a Saturday don't... Uh, into Sunday. So Saturday oh, okay. night into through Sunday evening. And that's a big day uh, for uh, you know going to your crack dealer uh, with the cash you've withdrawn. So uh, you know, do it beforehand. Okay. Illegal immigrants could be getting a tax break. in the assembly are trying to get governor brown to expand the state's earned income tax credit so that people who don't have social security numbers can also get those earned income tax credits now uh there's two sides to this one uh because uh we're talking about people who pay taxes because undocumented they have have taxpayer id numbers meaning they're on the record and on the grid and otherwise they would be uh, eligible for these tax credits under California, and they're paying taxes as if they are legal. And so, what this uh, the assembly wants is, since we're taking taxes for them as uh, as if they were legal, then we have to give them the credit as if they were legal. You know? and then the other side of it is that's just another uh, another advantage. Or another invitation to illegal aliens to come into California. That effectively, as if they are, as if you are legal, is now becoming more and more part of living in California, which is an invitation. For example, in state tuition, right? You absolutely have the right to in state tuition, go to the emergency room, for example. Uh, They can't stop you, they don't ask at all. Uh, School, of course, constitutionally, uh, with a case out of Texas. Uh, that everybody's entitled to a high school education, Ill, uh, legal or not. So it's just another added, another layer saying, hey, come on over here. But at the same time, it's if you're paying taxes, 
why don't you why can't you take advantage of the credits that we have two ways to go flip a coin do they pay well wait no they wouldn't file income taxes they probably pay taxes through paychecks and stuff right no they they file you file file because you have a tax tax id ID. yeah they file yeah you bet they file that's one of the things about the united states so we have we don't care one whit whether you're legal or not we want our taxes same thing with uh, people that earn money illegally, criminal enterprises, right? We want our taxes come hell or high water. We'll let the criminal justice system deal with it. We want our 39.6% if you've made $2 million selling drugs last year. Come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. The IRS does not care whether you earned the money legally or not as long as you pay the taxes. If you're a drug dealer and you pay your taxes you will not be bothered by the IRS about anything. Okay, but do you get 1099 on that? What, by? No, probably not. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. it's a question of investigations. <laughs> I think you just declare. You, I mean, if you wanted to do it, you would you just declare. declare your income. And you can't do that. So what they do is uh, uh, they find out you know, through their investigations, through their intelligence, that you've earned X number of dollars, and the IRS wants the money. And you owe the money to the IRS. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you remember this. A guy stole, a soldier stole an armored personnel carrier and went on a crazy chase through downtown Richmond, Virginia. He now says he was supposed to do it. It was part of a secret drill. Right. He was ordered to do this. Now, he did admit he was high and he had this interview. uh, This interview happened while he was in a psychiatric hospital. And that's the truth, by the way. That's not me trying to be funny. Uh, and but that's his defense. My commanding officer ordered me to do this part of a drill, and it was a hush hush thing yeah. because they wanted to test the response, so nobody else knew. Right. So he says the uh, commander gave him a special code right. to uh, instigate, and they have uh, the video. I mean, it was all over the place. Just him hauling down the street in Richmond, yeah, in an armored personnel carrier. I thought it was kind of neat, and no one was hurt. That's yeah, nobody got So that made the so. story even better. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people were hurt in this one. And uh, somebody who was hailed as a hero is kind of turned into a villain of sorts. And then a hero comes along. Yeah, this is one of the guards uh, that was at the Pulse nightclub. Uh, he was a, uh, a temporary guard. And uh, he um, the being sued uh, in a federal lawsuit. And not only him, uh, we're also talking, who else is being sued? The, de- the police department's being sued. There's a bunch, a of, bunch, a bunch of, of officers. Yeah. He's the only one named, though. Yeah. So and- he was the the first one to have any back-and-forth gunfire with uh, Omar Mateen that night. But now some of the victims and their families are saying, you know, what really happened is he abandoned his post and then he stayed outside to ensure his own safety. Now, he is saying that he was looking for someone who had fake ID and he's out in the parking lot. And when he hears what's going on, he actually shoots. He says he's exchanged fire and he didn't rush inside because he knew he could tell that he was massively outgunned. So he decided to stay outside right. and he called for backup. So now, and this raises a question, and I don't know which side uh, the court or the jury is going to view. I have no idea who's telling the truth. However, this lends the argument uh, to say there is no such thing as waiting for backup anymore. You now have to rush the incident. Forget about backup. That's gone. 
And uh, that changes policing completely. Uh, and uh, if if he's telling the truth and a jury says, we don't care, you should have rushed. Uh, and I can't imagine a jury doing that. I don't think that. they will. And he, ha- he has on its face a rational explanation for what he did yeah. and why he did it. And did he have a duty to go in? Does a security guard have a duty to go in he and, rush, and rush a shooter? If you get into a firefight and you immediately recognize you cannot possibly prevail, tactically, doesn't it make more sense to call for backup and wait? Yep. Because otherwise, are you going on a suicide Yes. Mission? Yes. Yes. And how does that help? Compared well, to you, sta- then you become a le- either way, you're not going to be able to take the perp out right then. Then you become a legitimate hero if you rush. For example, that uh, high school uh, teacher who mm-hmm. uh, threw the soccer who, ball at the kids right, head and, and who and who, who actually uh, stood in front of the shooter, attacked the shooter, and he was shot three, four times and survived. I mean, that's a miracle that he survived. He is a genuine hero. I think and one Mateen was a little more heavily. No armed. kidding. And I, I tell you, there's a reason why I'm not a teacher because I would throw the kids in front of me. Is it my next? No, it's not. Go on. Here we go. Okay. There's a hardware store owner in Tennessee who a doesn't know how to read Supreme Court decisions and b thinks it's okay to put back up his "No Gays Allowed" sign. Yes. Because of the oh, sorry. You were coming out of cake. Thank you. Because of the cake case, and he thinks, oh, the baker in in Colorado got a thumbs up from the Supreme Court for not baking the cake, which is not what happened. So I guess it's okay for me to put back up my no gays allowed sign in my yeah. hardware store. Which, of course, uh, the court is going to rule instantly when a lawsuit is filed. Oh yeah, down goes the sign. Uh, you can't do that, and you have to serve. Uh, gays. This happens to be a uh, what kind of store was this? Here's the it's store. Uh, Amex, store. which is his name, Jeff Amex Hardware and Roofing Supply. I don't think you can do that. I no, of course you can't. You no, know, that's because you can't discriminate. Uh, just can't do it. So he totally misread it. You're absolutely right because the decision was based on a technical issue that the uh, the Equal Rights Commission in Colorado had made. And we'll see what's going to happen when the next one. Are they deciding this week whether they're going to hear the the Washington State Florist case? Yeah, I think so. Yes. And that is that is the, whether gays can be discriminated uh, or not, I think, on its face. Okay. Right. Uh, here's, yeah. this is, I love a happy story. A guy in Kansas turned a million-dollar lottery ticket over. So the guy's name is Cal Patel. His He was working at his parents' pit stop convenience store. And this guy who's a regular comes in, checks a couple of lottery tickets that he had bought, leaves the third one behind and leaves. So Patel goes, okay, cool, I'll check this ticket. And he goes, holy cow, it's a million dollars. So he leaves the store, drives around the neighborhood to find the guy, can't find him, goes out again to try to find him and finds him and says, Dude, Mil- this is you your ticket. Million dollars. Million dollars. Yeah. He got off the short bus. No, oh, come on! And uh, who the hell does this? Here's the thing, though. Now, I don't, I don't know if he was thinking about this, and I'm not trying to throw cold water on him being a nice guy, but I wonder if he somehow knew that if he took the ticket and got the million dollars, that's illegal. That's not his ticket. I know. And but if they ever found gonna, out, but who's going to argue that? How would they ever find? Well, out? if the if the customer ever remembered, hey, I'm short a I ticket know, when I was in but there. But he would say that uh, because it's a million dollar win. 
And that's why I think you'd be able to keep the money. Maybe it'd be a hassle or not. Oh, here's a, a lottery winner story that I just love. Yeah, this guy won uh, $19 million Super Lotto jackpot some years ago in 1998 here in California. Well, now he's been uh, sentenced to 33 months in federal prison for robbing banks. Yep, he went through every dime of it. Opiate, um, uh, of course, uh, bought, in, you know, invested in bad investments, uh, bought, you know, mama a house, whatever the hell they do. He had to give half of it to his ex-wife. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a problem. So there went half of it. But and think then about but think bad about investments, taxes. Then he lost his job. He had a back injury. He got hooked on okay. opiates after he blew through the money. Okay, so now, uh, just I, I did the math with this. Uh, $19 million uh, after 40% taxes are taken, and that's California. This is At that point, it was about 40%. Uh, so that leaves $11 million. Investing that conservatively brings you a 5% return without touching the principal. It's five and a half, though, because he had to give half of it to his ex-wife. No, it was, so it turns out that he gets half of that. Yeah. So uh, 5% of $11 million uh, is $555,000 a year. That's which, just living off the interest. That's just living off the interest. Of I which, could do that. Exactly. Of which half goes to X. So now he only has $250,000 a year to live on. That explains the bank robbery. Uh, And that's how, if he had just put it away. But this happens to lottery winners. There's a curse of these lottery winners. It's crazy the number of lottery winners who go completely bankrupt. Because uh, they're not prepared for it. And uh, the problem is most people who are worth $19, $20 million have worked towards it. And they understand what money is. And a they didn't get went, it all. They didn't get it all like instantly, that. Right. It, it built up over time. Right. And they just have more responsibility. They get it. They're not going to go crazy and you know piss away all this much money, especially when you can have a quarter million dollars a year for the rest of your life. That would be nice. That would be nice. All right. Let's take a break.